Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ananian. You know, one of the advantages of having a scan tool that will allow you to select PIDs, in case you're wondering, it's it's so that you can focus on what you're looking for, but it's also so that it doesn't slow down the tool. The car doctor. There was two codes non-related to this. Two codes where? Because you're telling me you're getting what? you're getting multiple system failure. Two codes where? Which module? They said it was nothing to do with those lights. Something to do with the brakes. Okay. And I know I need new brakes. Well, no, let's back up a second. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. I want to start out this week with a story from the shop. It was uh, one of those weeks this week at the shop. We were prepared for it because, well, you know, this was the week of the second full moon. I think we had a blue moon this month and a super moon or something, and the moon was, it was crazy. You know, it's not that big of a story, but it is to me because I think every vehicle this week was, you know, if the national average is $2,000 a vehicle, everybody was spending $3,000 a vehicle. And you start to notice those things, not because the 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 cash register is ringing up, but because you're saying to yourself, one, how did repairing cars get to be so expensive? And two, when did everybody become so agreeable to fix it? And why is it that they're in such a rush? And they seem to be. 
I read an article a couple of weeks back that said the price of the average used car, and we've touched on it here and there in the show, uh, the price of a decent used car now is a minimum of twenty grand. And that twenty thousand dollar car, I think to myself, what does that look like? Well, it's 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 four to five years old. It's got somewhere between fifty and eighty thousand miles on it, and it's you know twenty to twenty five thousand dollars. And I said, wow, when did cars get to be so expensive? You know, I remember when cars, well, I don't remember when they were first created. Tom does. He's older than me. But I remember when cars first came around, the stories were that, you know, it was designed to be transportation. They were just designed to, you know, get you A to B. And then all of a sudden they became your living room couch with wheels and creature comforts. Sat in a few cars this week that had heated and air-conditioned seats. One car had heated and air-conditioned cup holder. Like, really? You need that? It's called ice cube and a, and a, and a, and a water cooler, you know, a, a, a water jug. Like, I don't get it. But this one Subaru really struck me as kind of neat this week. One customer, he's been driving it like this for a while, and he finally got, he saved up some money, and he said, you know, Ron, I want you to go through the car. I want you to make it right. And we did. It needed two rear wheel bearings. Both wheel bearings, one was screaming louder than the other. It was sort of like a mad race to see which one was actually going to fail first. He'd been driving it that way for a while, and he knew the noise was getting progressively louder. It was so bad, when we got that left rear wheel bearing out, you couldn't turn it by hand. And we didn't beat it up taking it out. It, It actually came out fairly easy. But it was just so bad in terms of abuse and lack of grease, probably wasn't any, that you couldn't turn it by hand. And it needed four-wheel brakes, and it had three calipers. Two were stuck. One was binding. We did four calipers. It needed front sway bar links. The rear sway bar bushings were so bad, it it was like it just kind of going down the road, did one of those. It was amazing what a difference, you know, a couple of thousand dollars and some concerted effort would do to a car because this car sounded night and day better. And he called me up the next day and he said, I got to tell you, the car just sounds a whole lot better. And he said, I think you just confirmed our belief that we're going to keep this car another five years. And he said, so what if we put three, four, five thousand dollars in it every couple of years? He said, it doesn't matter. A new car is 50 and a used car is. And he said, you know, doesn't it make more sense to just keep driving that same old car? Kind of makes me wonder. You know, it's 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 funny watching the car culture change and evolve and how it drives people's habits and what you're doing with that and how you're reacting to the change in the market i wonder if he will keep that car another five years that would make that 2012 subaru 17 year well 15 years old yeah it'll be 15 years old in five years 16 years old in five years cars aren't getting any cheaper and they're not getting any younger you wonder if it's a it's a future trend, a cycle. You know, I remember reading a couple of years back that the age of the average car in the U.S. roads, the age of the fleet, had reached 11 years. And the writer of this article was shocked when he when he discovered that. And he made a big point about it. Well, I think you're about to see the age of the average American vehicle get even higher. I think it's going to hit, I think, 14 and 15 years. People are hanging on to cars longer. People don't want to do some of the repairs on the newer vehicles because of the cost. Somebody pointed out to me this week that they would only buy a new vehicle if they had an extended warranty plan because they were so afraid of what would happen if a computer module failed outside a warranty. It would exceed the value of the car. I said, well, I don't know if it'll be that bad, but yeah, it's, you know, 
you've got to get used to three to five thousand dollar repair bills on a newer vehicle. It's just it's just part of the process, and most of that is parts. We were talking about trends and, and the costs on Fridays. Uh, myself and a couple of the guys from the gym, we stop at a local bagel place. We figured, what the heck? We worked all month for it. We're going to have one bagel. And then uh, we go and we have bagel and coffee at 7 o'clock after the workout. And uh, we kind of talk. And, you know, they're younger families. They're younger guys. And I'm listening to their stories. And, you know, it's got to be hard for young people today to make ends meet, to put to put $2 together, to feed the family, to keep the car going, to get back and forth to work, to do all the things that you have to do as a family. And I look at how cars are intertwined into this. And then I say, maybe it does make sense to put four or $5,000 every once in a while into an older car that you know the history on because you know the history and you know what you're getting. But then I also have to add in the fact that you got to have a good mechanic because if you have a lousy mechanic, it doesn't work because you're just going back and repairing the same thing over and over and over again. And maybe that's the barometer. You know, it's okay to go back for different things. Well, different things that aren't related to the last thing that broke, but you're not going back all the time for the same thing. You know, I'm probably the worst judge or the hardest judge on my industry because I want my industry to do good. I want my guys to, I want people out there that represent what I've made a living at to do well, to keep everybody safe, to keep everybody on the road and reliable. But it's got to be hard. It's hard on both sides of the counter. I, um, I think about this all the time. I have a letter from Steve in Sebec, Maine. Steve writes in, Hey, Ron, love the show. I listen every Sunday morning at 10 on WVOM 103.9 here in Sebec, Maine. I love listening to your stories about the vehicles you work on. I've been working on cars since 1978 professionally. I have many cars, stories of my own, and one good one just recently on a Subaru. I've got a good few good manufacturing alternative names, and I love yours. One I heard last week watching a 1234YF webinar, which tells me Steve is... All right, Steve's still attending class. Look at that, a guy who cares. Isn't that wonderful? Ford backwards mean driver returned on foot. Yeah, I've heard that, but yeah, I know. I was working on a Fiat this morning in the shop. The guy was a clam digger, so you can imagine what the vehicle smelled like. You know, I got to tell you, cars and smells, I, I don't know what some of you people are doing, but taking showers isn't one of them. So, the one, so I have an alternative name for a Fiat. It means found it amongst trash. Have a great day, and thanks for sharing us with us out here. Kind regards, Steve and Sebek, Maine. You know, Steve, Uncle Steve once said to me, he said, Ron, you're going to know when you've reached your pinnacle because when those among you, when your peers accept you, it means that you're doing well and you've, you've kind of hit your stride. So, Steve, this letter means a lot to me. All, all your letters mean a lot to me. I should, I should interject that. But every once in a while I hear from the guy in the bay, and uh, you know what? It tells me I'm doing good because, believe me, I want to do good. I want to do well. I want you guys to enjoy the show, and I want you to be proud of me because I'm just trying to help represent all of us, and um, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts. 855-560-9900. I am Ron and Annie, The Car Doctor, and I'll be back right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Little GTO, you really look in Three deuces and a four-speed. Need advice on how to maintain that classic GTO? Ron is the guy. 855-560-9900. Here's Ron. Hey, let's get over to Arizona and talk to Sam 03 Buick LeSabre. Sam, welcome to the car, Dr. Sir. How can I help? Hi, thanks for taking my call, Ron. You're welcome. What's Uh, going on? Got black coolant, so it's not thick. It should be more green, yellowish, but it's black. And it maybe started a couple years ago, but now it's really black. And two years ago, I replaced the lower intake manifold gaskets with updated metal type ones, and I also replaced the upper plenum with an updated design. Okay. So... And it's, it's running great. Right. It runs good. It's been going on for a couple of years, right? Yeah, it seems to get darker and darker. And I'm not sure if someone, I don't know, well, I got an oil change and someone accidentally or on purpose dumped something in there, but... It's it's not thick though, so it's boggling me. So I have a a warp lower intake. Before we go there, you know, when you do when you replace the coolant, are you just draining the radiator, or are you actually doing a flush, uh, clearing out the block, the heater core, etc.? Oh, I flushed everything when I. This is like two years ago when I did the lower intake manifold gasket and the plenum. Okay. So so you actually get everything out. You got clear water coming out. And yep. th- then you fill with fresh coolant. Yep. So just out of curiosity, once you flush the block, there's water residue left in there. How do you account for it? I mean, how do you add your coolant back in? Oh, I add a little more concentrated coolant. Okay. That's the right answer. I just want to see what you're thinking. So, and then it turns black again in how short a period or how long a period of time? Uh, like o- over a year, I just started to notice the coolant overflow tank was a little black. And then it just seems, I mean, now it's, really black but it's not thick is is the coolant overflow tank new or is it the original it's original i cleaned all that out though okay i mean it was all right it was it was clean coolant and i look in the oil cap it doesn't look milky the oil doesn't look milky what what color is the trans fluid i don't think it's this but i just want to be sure red okay and there's no signs of cross contamination like the trans cooler is seeping inside the radiator and then we could have the conversation about which way would it go, higher pressure, lower pressure. But transfluid is red. It, it doesn't look like it's mixing with anything from the radiator. 
Yeah, I don't think so. It doesn't look low. And same same thing. Well, and, and you know, the fact that it's going on a couple of years, it wouldn't have lasted this long. The trans would have failed after three months. And engine oil looks normal. You see no signs of anything strange there. It looks just like normal engine oil. Yep. How old are the hoses? Uh, when I redid the lower, so two years old. Okay. Because I, I, I have seen older GM hoses contribute to black coolant. So, you know, that's and that's why I'm, you know, how, how clean is clean. This is a case where the argument can be made for using a coolant exchange machine and, and getting all of it out. So my next comment would be I would take a sample of that coolant and send it out for analysis. And what, what are the results? What do they show is in there? So can they tell you if it's oil or if it's what they, type of oil? They, they should be able to, yeah, Blackstone Labs, you know, where everybody sends their, their engine oil yep. for, for, their, for their testing. I would call them and see if they can do a coolant analysis test, which I'm fairly sure they can, because that way at least you'll know what's in there. And you're using this car every day. It shows no signs, no abnormalities. It runs well, no check engine light, good fuel economy, good performance, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, that 3.8 is a solid engine. Yep. Yep. So, you know, I think I think that will at least tell you what we're chasing because obviously it's being contaminated from somewhere. Um, you know, the only other thing I could suggest is the next time you want to do a coolant exchange, it's going to make, I'm going to make you spend money is find a shop that's got a machine and run it through until there's actually clean fluid and then run water through it until there's clean water and then just keep going until you're absolutely certain it's it's spotlessly whistle clean inside and out. But before I go there doing the machine, I'd like to know what I'm chasing. So I would do a, I would do a fluid analysis to see what they tell you it is. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'm thinking about that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's Thank that's you're on the right track, kiddo. I remember. I remember we had a conversation when you changed the intake on this, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, called it. Yeah, yeah. I talked to you. I was having a high idle. It turned out to be the idle control valve. Right. Yep. So thank you, sir. You're very welcome. You let us know what happened, Sam. You be well. Let's get over to Roy in Pennsylvania. Some questions about maintenance. Roy, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Ron. You're Appreciate welcome. It. You're very welcome, sir. What's up? Hey, I got. Two th- I got one. I got a question, and I got a story for you. Can I give you the story first? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Way back, I'm an old guy, so way back when, 1966, my dad bought a brand new Galaxy 500 convertible. Okay. 352, 352 four barrel. Right. Nice looking car. Anyway, Sunday mornings we had to go to church. Nine o'clock mass we go to. We can't come out of mass. And sometimes for a special treat, we would go to Howard Johnson's. In uh, Camp Prussia, now, now this is going way back now. So yeah, yeah. we're driving to we're driving to Howard Johnson's, and my dad used to want to blow the carbon out because he didn't get a chance to drive the car that much. Well, we're going up this hill, and he's into the gas pedal. You know what the four barrels sound like? Sure. Pulling that air in. Well, there's a big baboom. All of a sudden, there's all kinds of noise in the car. Well, the muffler blew out. My mother turned around and looked at him like, "What did you do? What did you just?" What did you just do? And she was yelling and screaming at him, going up on one side of him, down the other. I told you not to do this. Well, turns out the next day she had to go to the the convent to pick nuns up and take them shopping. That she couldn't take them because of the car that way. So we get home from from eating breakfast, and my dad's out there. We got changed, and he's out there. Come out and help me. Like he was trying to see if we can get this this thing put back together, but 
but it didn't it didn't work. And my dad got a cold shoulder for about two weeks because of that. So, well, I'm sorry, the things. but but you know what? It put it put the taste and the bite of performance and hot rods into your head, didn't it? It gave you a taste oh. of cars. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, four bow. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. What 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 do you do for a living, Roy? You still working? You retired? Oh, I retired. I was a general contractor. Yeah. So you know what? So a, a lot of that working with your hands came from the sensation of working on cars. I guarantee you. Oh yeah, yeah. We used to tear Volkswagens apart and lawnmowers, and you know, we were that's what we did. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was fun. You know what? I'm sure your I'm, I'm sure your mom, if she were here, I'm sure she'd tell you, "Hey, you know what? It wasn't so bad. You turned out okay, kid." Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Always a good thing. What's your question, kiddo? So, um, the wife and I were buying our car off a lease. It's a 2020 MKZ with the two-liter turbo engine. Right. So now I keep up on maintenance. I, I change the oil every six months because we only got sixteen thousand miles after three years on it. I put fuel. I do the Berryman's in the gas tank, like like you say to do. And right. Change the filters and all that kind of good stuff. But I'm gonna we're gonna buy the car, and these two liters, if I'm not mistaken, are notorious for some issues with heads or intrusions with exhaust gas or something. Um, yeah, they've they've, they've they've got their issues. I mean, bottom line, stay up on the oil changes. Uh, you know, I'm a believer in the 20% rule. If the manufacturer says coolants in five years, do it in four. If they say transfluid at 60, do it at 50. You know, that kind of a thing. If enough is good, more is better, and too much is just enough. Because I'm sure this is at least, uh, a, a, well, this was probably a $60,000 vehicle, or is today. Um, you know, the, oh, it's up there, yeah. Yeah, you know, the price of the car is, you know, shows you what the value of the maintenance is. So, you know, you want to stay on top of the fluids. And, you know, because you're going to buy it, maybe you want to consider buying an extended warranty just to cover the electronics. Because some of the manufacturers, and I believe Lincoln and Ford does do that now, will offer electronics coverage. So if a module fails in the first 80,000 miles in eight years, you're going to get some kind of protection and coverage because the electronics is what's going to cost a lot more nowadays than anything else. I appreciate the call and the story, Roy. If you need more, you know where to find me. I'm Ron Annie and the Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. in the zone the auto zone studio and he'll be back right after this enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the AutoZone studio. Here's Ron. Hey, let's cruise on over. Let's go see what Butch is doing in Minnesota. Butch, welcome to the car, Doctor. How can I help? Ron, it's a pleasure to talk to you. It's a blessing. Let me just tell you this, Ron. I'm fifth. When I bought this car, um, it had a 44,000. It's a Chevy Classic 2005. Okay. Just a wonder, wonderful car. 17 years later, I'll be 75 this month, and I still have it. And uh, I put on 191,000 miles run, didn't have any issues with it. My wife and I were driving home, and we lost our steering on it. And I've got a couple reports from people, from mechanics. They said it's the rack and pinion gear, which I know nothing about. I'm just wondering if I should put money into it. Or You're the expert, so whatever you tell me, Ron, I, I'm going to go with either way. I appreciate it. So, thank you. Um, who's, do you have a regular mechanic that sees his car on a regular basis, Butch, or... You know, Ron, I got a wonderful fella. I really, really trust him. He's done work on my vehicle before, and he quoted me a price with the labor and all the above. It would cost about $850. Okay, that's cheap. It, it you know, yeah. and, and I say that because let's, let's think of it like this. Let's yes, we'll, we'll make some assumptions which are dangerous. But you sound like somebody that'll know when I ask you. You've done all your maintenance. You've been staying on top of oil changes and fluids, and spark yes, plugs sir. and things like that. So you know what you're dealing with, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So let's say you put eight fifty. Let's say it's a thousand bucks. Let's say you put a thousand bucks into this car. Yes. And three months from now, the trans fails. Yes, sir. Would you put a trans in it? No. Okay, then you're done. The reason I, I, the way it's running right now, Ron, is the, I check the oil all the time on it. I add, I probably add about a half a pint between my 3,000 oil changes. I haven't had any problems with the transmission. You know, it's a sealed transmission. Sure. But you can't, you know, you can't look at, listen, one day I'm going to, yes, I'm going to keep going until one day when I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't you can't look at it as, you know, either you're in this for the long haul or you're not. Now, my argument against replacing this car is, you know, yes, if, if eight hundred and fifty dollars seems like a lot of money, where do you get to the price of a new car? Um, boy, that's gonna you know knock you back a few. But my argument for you know keeping this is it's only eight hundred and fifty bucks, and you know the history of the car. 
And I do. You know, you know that that has a lot to say. But you know, this is all about this is all about power window regulators, Butch. All right. Yes, sir. I've had people come to me over the years and, oh, Ron, I love this car. Ron, I want to keep this car. Ron, I want to keep this car going forever and ever and ever. And right. it needs it needs $1,000 worth of widgets. And okay. I, ask, I ask them that same question, and they say, well, yeah, I guess I'd put a transmission in it, but I wouldn't do anything else. And I ask them, well, what if one of the power window regulators broke? Well, right. I, guess I, I guess I'd do the one, and then... What if the second one broke? Well, I guess I'd do the second. And by the time we get up to the fourth power window regulator, I know where we are because I know if they're really, yeah, like I'm into it for the long haul or, yeah, you're right, it's time. You know, right. there's no right or wrong answer. All right? It's um, it's it's all a roll of me, the Ron, dice. I'll just interject one thing if I sure. could, please. Uh, the fellow has it up, in, up here in northern Minnesota with all the rust and everything. He's had to do a, like a little repair on one of the brake lines, and he wasn't sure about the, the gas lines and the brake lines. So I'm kind of leaning. That's why I called you, Ron. Whatever you decide, or I know I have to make the decision, but anything you can say to help me will just kind of make it well, easier. Well, so... Is 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 rust a factor in this vehicle now? Now that I'm well, hearing this, well, you said something about uh, the the sub something. I don't know something about the structure. The subframe. The, term. the subframe. Yeah, yes, sir. The sub. Yes, sir. The, the subframe has been weakened. Uh, he didn't necessarily come out and say that. He just mentioned the word subframe, and uh, so I didn't even know. I didn't even ask him beyond that. I, I think but, uh, I think you've got to get more information, Butch. But if if okay. the if the subframe is compromised, it's sort of like the outer hull of the spaceship. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. we've we've weakened the right. structure, so we can hang things on it. But then, at what point does the rest of it fail? Right. Right. Well, I tell you, Ron, I really appreciate you taking a call. We're just sitting here drinking coffee, looking at it, a few tears in our eyes. But it's been such a wonderful, wonderful vehicle for us. And maybe it's time to part ways, sir. Well, maybe it's also you get you get to have the adventure of creating memories with a new one. You know, I think so. Life's thanks a, a million, Ron. Life's about the memories, Butch. Go make some new ones and enjoy yourself and enjoy your coffee. You're very welcome, sir. Yeah, you're you're very yeah, thank welcome. You much. You're very welcome. You know. It's it's hard. Where do you where do you get rid of a car, and when don't you get rid of a car? And you know that that becomes the issue. But you see, the key piece of information there was the rust. Is you you can't fix rust. I've I've got three rules on where I get rid of a car: overwhelming electrical issues, moisture damage, and rust. Because any one of those three will make a car unreliable. And beyond that, it's just a steel frame with an engine and a body and it's all the same you know you can you can make anything out of anything at that point um the other factor that comes into effect these days though is also that of what parts are available or not available parts are a huge issue and you know would butch get another 191,000 miles out of that steering rack probably not because that's likely a reman rack, something somebody's had rebuilt. I doubt that that's new. Very few companies are making new anymore. And steering racks, steering racks and brake calipers and power steering pumps are three areas where the industry is falling short, and they have for the last two years. They're having a real struggle keeping up with making and rebuilding those particular components. So, um, you know, Butch, I think if you're still listening, I think if you're out there and it's it's got some rust issues, I think that's the overwhelming factor. And, yes, sir, then it's... Then it's time because um, 
The other thing we could have a conversation about is at 75, do you want to be out on a road in a in an older vehicle? And then how reliable is it? And, uh, you know, how much aggravation do we need? Uh, we want to get you and, you and Mrs. Butch to point A and point B safely and uh, reliably. So uh, I think that's the right call, especially if Rust is there. 855-560-9900. I'm Ron Anini, The Car Doctor, and I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand, when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. back. Ron Nene, the car doctor here at 855-560-9900. Give us a call. Leave a message if we're not on the air and we'll get you in the next live queue or call now. We're live. Um, let's go over and talk to, let's go to Alan in Iowa, uh, 064 Taurus. Alan, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Hello, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, I, I just uh, had two new tires installed on my car and uh, I've had this car for a little while. I, I tried to keep it high and tight. And uh, and about 40,000 miles ago, I had new quick struts put on it and so on. Uh, I had alignment check after I put on the new tires. And uh, the, the passenger side front strut on that is uh, basically a fixed situation where they have in order. Uh, the alignment, it was pretty green on the uh, printout, but it was slightly out, and the guy said it's really not bad. But anyway, that strut needs to, the, the upper flange needs to be broken loose in order to, and then I think rotate it in order to provide some room for them to actually get it back into uh, tolerance. Right. And the gentleman had said, and I bring my car to this shop, I go to two different shops, one 
here where I live, and then one in Omaha where I'm at half the time also. But anyway, um, but he had said that what he wanted to do was take a chisel and a hammer to that upper flange and break it off. And and basically, I just said, no, let's not do that today. You know, I'll be back soon enough, and maybe we can do an alignment or whatever then. So I did some research on my own, and long story short, it, all I could find online was that they would drill it, you know, drill that out. And my question is, is, is that uh, is the way of doing that, is that a good way to do it, or should I go, you know, check a little check a little bit on and having them drill that out versus beat on it with a chisel? Well, I think... I think he's talking about breaking the spot weld that holds the top strut mount in position because something's something's shifted either either something is bent over the years or something has sagged over the years and it's causing it to be out of alignment. The question is what's out of alignment and how much out of alignment is it and is it possible to correct, you know, some um, front end company some from some front end manufacturers like Moog and there's others specifically will come out with uh, time-saving kits that will allow you to put camber or caster adjustment into a vehicle that's not done so by the factory. Uh, you know, so to, to answer your question directly, I've seen this before, all right? I'm not a fan of it. I've seen it. We've done it, all right? There's been cases where we have no choice. It's not so much, it's it's not as crude as he sounds, at least not the way we do it. We'll you know, we might break the spot weld and shift the strut a little bit left or right, depending upon what readings we're trying to get, and then we'll lock it back up in place. Um, we'll either bolt it back in place or we'll we'll lock it in place. Sometimes we've welded it back in place, um, you know, just replicating what the factory has. So, you know, my first question would be, well, that's my explanation, but my first question would be, how bad is this out? Is this right on the fuzzy edge of being green, that it's, you know, a quarter degree over the line? A quarter degree I'm not going to worry about for the age of the vehicle and the cost to do this because sometimes it's just cheaper to repair the car. I'm sorry to replace the tire in three years instead of four, if that makes sense. Did he talk about any of that with you? Did he did he talk about any of that with you? Yeah, he, yes, he did, and he said basically it isn't that bad. I think it was like a degree out. Right. Um, it, was it camber? Was it caster? It, it was camber, I believe. Okay. And is it negative? Is it positive? Did he say tire in, tire I out? I think it was negative. I didn't get a printout. We just looked at it on the screen, and I didn't get an actual printout. But I think it was a, a negative right. camber. You know, I, I think ultimately the question is: first of all, you're in a good place, right? Because you got a shop you trust, you've got a shop you've been doing business with, and that here's here's where that long term relationship really comes in, right? You know, I think this is a question of: hey, if this was your car, what would you do? And you know, you got to trust you got to trust his input. He's the attending physician. Um, I've seen it done both ways. I've 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 had the experience of having to do it one way or not the other way in terms of doing it or not doing it. You know, it's really up to that individual. Um, we see, you know, a degree, it's enough, but, you know, where is it on the printout and the scale of what's the overall spec? You know, we get up to three degrees, yeah, we're doing it. You know, you're in that, you're kind of in that fuzzy gray area. Um, where is it, is it justifiable um, versus the expense of doing yeah, it versus a tire? Gotcha. Yeah, and that's kind of where he was, where it's like, okay, it's kind of on the edge, but, you know, he goes, since, uh, long story short, since you keep a car, you know, pretty good condition this and that he goes you know i he flip up a coin whether he'd do it or not he, right. he was just kind of on the fence on whether he'd do it so so i didn't car you know. car rides straight car goes down the road straight steering wheels level 
Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. If it handles good and it's straight and level and so forth, you're gambling the price of a tire, in my opinion. So that's that's the biggest thing at stake right here. And, uh, you know, uh, what did he say it was going to cost to move the strut? A half an hour to an hour. Right. So there's like there, hundred and yeah, some bucks. There's there's hundred and fifty bucks. Let's call it uh, price of a tire. You gonna have the car longer than four years? Well, actually, the car. I mean, I bought it with sixty thousand miles a couple of years ago. I put on a lot of miles, and now it's got two hundred and thirty-five thousand. And right. my objective is just to run it till three hundred thousand. Right. So there's your there's your new tire that you just put on. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, yes, it, it, it sounds like you'll get another sixty thousand miles out of that tire and the car, and then you're done. So, it's 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 a question much, of yes. safety, Alan. It it that's that's what it really comes down to. It's a question of safety, and if he thinks it's safe to drive and the number is just over the line, then I think you got to follow his advice. He's your mechanic, but I would concur and say, yeah, I think you're okay to let it go for the moment. Just keep an eye on tire wear. All right, sir. Gotcha. All right. Excellent. Thank you. You're very welcome. You'd be well. I'm Ron Annie and the Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so. Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. I got my first real six string. Let's go to uh, Mike in Pennsylvania. Mike, you there? Yes, I am. Yes, sir. Thanks for taking my You're thanks welcome. for taking my call. We got about three hey, minutes, kiddo. A, go ahead. Okay, I've got a transmission issue. I had a rebuilt transmission uh, put in my van, and uh, when I go down the road, as in occasions, it feels like I'm running over rumble strips. You know, the rumble strips on the road, and uh, so I took it back to the mechanic. And he said uh, he put his machine on it, um, as OBD, 
and he said that I have a misfire uh, on it that it's not the transmission. But okay. I have a I have a, uh, a cheap uh, OBD two, and I put it on, and it's showing the transmission slip. And it does show a misfire too. Well, you've got to fix the misfire first. Okay. All right. So you know this is this is which came first, the chicken or the egg? What cylinder's misfiring? Right. Uh, boy, I don't, I, I don't know. Okay, so listen. First things first. Do you have access to, or can you get another shop just to put a third scan tool on it? Let's verify that you know your tool is as accurate as we hope it is. That it shows a a, a translip issue and a misfire issue, one and the same. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I would attack the misfire. And the way I would attack it is looking at it with a scan tool in live data stream. Do I actually see misfires on the scan tool while the problem is happening? All right. It's not inconceivable uh-huh. that a chattering or shuddering torque converter can cause a misfire code to be set when there isn't one there. All right, or one of okay. or one of significance. The other thing I would right. look at is if you can replicate the shutter, and I'm going to venture to guess this is likely in third or fourth gear, highway speed, 50, 55 miles an hour. Does this sound familiar? Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, when the shutter is there, if you can find that sweet spot when the shutter is happening and happening and happening, with your with your other foot, tap the brake pedal. Hold it there in that shutter, tap the brake pedal. Does the shutter go away? If the shutter goes away, that tells me that the converter is turning off lockup or overdrive because it now sees brake switch input and it's canceling it. And then I would lean more likely on the converter as a problem, not the misfire. Let me know what happens. I'm running into the car, Doctor. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol Jean. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? 
facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.